Well, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, whether you're on Facebook, whether you're on the website, maybe looking through your cell phone. Uh, glad you're here. My name is Kyle. I serve as one of the pastors here. Uh, hopefully yesterday you got to enjoy a little of the uh, New England spring with the sun shining. Uh, but this morning, uh, I wanted to ask a question. All right. What is God doing in this pandemic? Big question. And it's kind of the question that I've heard, seen, listened to more people ask and answer than any other question. What's God doing in the world? What's God doing in our country? Is this God's punishment? Is this God's wrath because we made the Tiger King the most popular show of all time? What's God teaching our churches? Why is he stripping everything away? Why are we forced this morning to watch church through a screen? Like this big question. But do you know what question I'm not hearing asked all that often? No one's really asking, God, what are you doing in me during this pandemic? Like there's not a ton of reflection of, God, what are you doing in me? And I think the reason for that's pretty simple. We basically all hate to take really honest looks at ourselves. Which is weird because we love selfies, right? We can put a filter on and maybe uh, brush up the blemish. But like that unfiltered look, that honest look, we all hate those really honest moments where it's just right in the face. I don't know about for you, I know for me a couple you know, months ago now, I had my first experience on a Zoom call. And so I'm sitting there kind of hunched over at my computer and I'm trying to type in the room code and get the password and then I hit join meeting and all of a sudden it was bam. And my big old mug's looking right back at me on the computer screen. And it's like upfront, close, personal, not a lot of fun, brutally honest. Or think about a mirror. If you look at yourself in a mirror, what's the first place your eyes go to? Probably the thing you're most insecure about. And so we don't spend a ton of extra time in front of a mirror. It's kind of a get-in, get-out situation. And so that's true physically. I think it's also true spiritually. We don't want the spiritual mirror. We all have spiritual insecurities, and so we know there are some kind of dark, gross places of our heart, and we don't necessarily want a light shined in those areas. And so right now in this season, it's easy to ask God, what are you doing in this pandemic? We don't necessarily want to ask, God, what are you doing in me in this pandemic? The thing is this. Uh, there are plenty of purposes for this pandemic. And I know that one of them is this, that God wants to reveal something about you to you. See, we're in this series right now called 5R, and the second R we want to think on this morning is reveal. Right? That is, God wants to reveal something about you to you. And last week we started talking about this idea of the gap. And that is what we think about God, what we know about God, and how sometimes our lives don't necessarily match up to that. And in that gap, it's, it's where it's not quite making sense. And so I think for some of us, we can kind of look at that gap and maybe know why it's there. Maybe it's a habit or a sin, maybe a relationship. And we can say, okay, that's why it's not quite measuring up. But I think for many, if not most of us, we see the gap, acknowledge the gap, 
know the gap's there. We're just not quite sure why it's there. And if, if what we knew was causing the gap was revealed, well, we're not even quite sure what we would do with that. Well, what if, in this crazy season of pandemic, one of the main purposes that God is putting you through it is that he wants to reveal why the gap exists in your life? What if he wants to pull that out of you right now? Would you want to see what's in the gap? And that's an honest question because it's one thing to know there's a gap, to acknowledge there's a gap. It's a totally different thing to know what's causing it. Because once you see what's causing the gap, well, then you're forced to make some decisions. See, right now, God, I know he wants to reveal something about you to you. But do you want that revealed? Now, clearly I can't answer that question for you. I can only answer it for me. And all I know about myself is I am so stinking sick of this gap in my life. I'm so sick of, you know, reading the right books and saying the right things and singing the right songs. But then going to bed at night with my head on the pillow thinking, why is this not working? Will this ever move from head to heart? Because the longer the gap exists in my life, it feels like the wider it gets. And so if in this season God wants to pull out of me, he wants to reveal what's in it, I don't know if I want to look away. I might want to look right into that. You know, this idea of reveal, it's not foreign to the Bible. One of the most personal psalms is Psalm 139. And like uh, most of the psalms, is written by a guy named David. Now, a quick history lesson, if you don't know David, uh, David's a straight-up stud. He's better than you, more successful than you, loves Jesus more than you. All right, so when he was young, he's like that dude who killed a bear with his bare hands. Uh, you think you're maybe talented at music? Uh, David played music, demons fleed. Uh, he became king of Israel, kind of ushered in the golden years of Israel. And so like pound for pound, David's just better than us. But David's also messy, if you want to talk about a gap between who God is and how your life looks, David has some gaps. Maybe most notably is there's this time in David's life where he sees this beautiful woman bathing, basically takes her for himself, impregnates her, kills her husband to cover up his sin. Later in David's life, he has a son who just hates him. And so he spends his adult life trying to kill David. David's spending his golden years in caves hiding. Like David has some gaps. But the thing about David is, is David wants what's in that gap revealed. He wants God to pull that out of him. He wants to look at it in the face. And it's in that posture that he writes Psalm 139. So if you have your Bibles where you're at right now, grab out your Bible and look at Psalm 139. I'm reading from the ESV. He says, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. I think 
one reason we don't necessarily want what's in the gap revealed is because we know it's going to require a really honest look from us. We're afraid of kind of that painful reality check where we look at what God brings out and we say, goodness, is that really what's inside of me? Where we look at our faith and think, man, is that really the state of where my faith is at? Right, because like in a season that we're in, we're getting squeezed and what's coming out of us is not so pretty. That should be a painful moment. Because sure, a couple months ago, things were fine. Right, you're coming to church and yeah, we can sing about God's good and he's strong and he's sovereign, he's in control. But now COVID-19 hits and you lost your job. You got sick. Someone you know got sick. People you know are in the ICU on ventilators. All you do is hear about death. And all of a sudden there's this gap and what's coming out is, oh man, was what I was thinking about a couple months ago fake? I'm not sure I actually believe that anymore. God good, God strong, God sovereign? I'm terrified. I feel alone. I'm scared. And to look at that in its face, that can be painful. Because even this morning you tune into church and we're singing about God's faithfulness. We're singing about praising him no matter what. And you're like, what am I not getting? Why is this not making sense? See, so when God starts revealing what's in us, when he's trying to have us open our eyes to see where we're really at, well, if we're afraid of that painful, honest moment, maybe it's easier just to pretend like that's not where we're at. Maybe it's easier just to bury your head in the sand. Or maybe just altogether disengage. And we'll, we'll get serious about the spiritual thing once church opens back up. Listen, God wants to reveal something about you to you. And if you don't want to look because it's too painful, no, flip that. Look at it right in the face. Be honest. And then hear Psalm 139. David says, You've searched me. You already know me. My thoughts already known. My fears and my anxieties and my stresses already known. My doubts and my anger and my frustration and my impatience it's already known. My words, already known. See, the God who wants to reveal something about you to you, he actually already knows you better than you know you. And what that means is your most honest thoughts, they don't scare off God. He's not intimidated by where you're at. You know, sometimes like we were feeling, I don't want God to really see because I'm kind of ashamed and I'm maybe embarrassed of where I'm at. But God's the one revealing it to you. He's already in the moment. He's not surprised by it. He's saying, I already know. Just be honest with yourself. See, because in the honest moments, 
that God meets us. And it's not going to be pleasant. Sometimes those gut checks, they're a little painful. I know for me, a couple weeks into this pandemic thing, God just smacked me upside the head with it. So if you don't know me, uh, like every personality test I've ever taken, uh, like I'm a massive futuristic thinker. What excites me now is the possibility of tomorrow. And kind of what energizes me today is what could happen the next day. And so believe it or not, that personality does not necessarily thrive when the world is stopped. And so we're a couple weeks into this thing, and I'm just totally stuck in the mud. I'm stressed out. I'm ready to give it all up. And in that moment, God started revealing something to me. It starts pulling some things out of me. And I remember God kind of asking me two questions. He asked me, Kyle, do you still think I'm working and preparing something in the future? And Kyle, do you still think I can do immeasurably more than you can think or imagine? So he kind of pulls these questions out of me and I kind of look at him in the face. And honestly, I said no. No, God, I don't think that right now. And it was in that moment of honesty that God met me. And it led to confession. It led to repentance. And you know what happened next? The gap got a little smaller. The gap got a little closer together. Because God shows up in the honest moments. God's not all that concerned with who you want to be. God's concerned with who you are and where you're at. And so if he's trying to reveal something to you this morning, if he's trying to, to pull something out of you that says, this is why the gap's there, don't be afraid to look at it. God is in this moment. He has you in this moment. There's no shame. There's nothing to be afraid of because he's not afraid of it. So just look at it. God wants to reveal something about you to you. Do we really want to look? Do we really want to see? You know, just thinking about this whole idea of revealing, I think another reason sometimes that we don't necessarily want to look at it square in the face, besides the pain of honest moments, is that we think when God pulls this out of us, when he reveals it about us, it's just going to be this thought of, oh, that's right. That's why I'm a disappointment to God. I already feel like I don't measure up. I already feel like I can't. I already feel like I fail God. And so if he's going to pull the garbage out of me to remind me that I am garbage, like I don't need that. I already, like this gap, I already feel like it's a million miles wide. And so if God's just trying to remind me and say, you don't do this, you can't do that, well, it's easier just not to look. Again, you want just honest glimpse into me. You know, I had always thought that lack of prayer in my life was due to lack of time. Turns out that's a lie. Because I have nothing but time now, and prayer is still really hard. I always thought that if I had every morning free, I would just have journal upon journal of, you know, reflections and poems and pithy observations. You want to know how many times I have journal now? with every morning free? You could count it on one hand. 
And so in my mind, I think if God's revealing that to me right now, I'm already sick of me. He's got to be sick of me. He's got to be up in heaven thinking, Kyle, why can't you figure this out? There is nothing going on in your life, and you can't figure out prayer. I've given you nothing but hours. You can't sit and journal. Like, what's wrong with you? Right? So if God's going to reveal that, if I'm just going to feel the condemnation of those moments, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. Like, this doesn't feel like God's close. This feels like God's a million miles away. Let me just ask you, when you think of God revealing, does that make it feel like God's with you or far away from you? Again, be honest. Look at it in the face. And then read Psalm 139, starting in verse 7. David says, Where shall I go from your spirit? Where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. So not only does God know you better than you know you, no, God is already with you. He's already with you now more intimately than he's ever been. He's not revealing from a far-off distant place. No, he's alongside of you. He's beside you. Hear the psalm. He's holding you in his right hand. God right now is not saying, figure out the gap, and then I'll be with you. God is not in love with who you will become. God loves you right now. And kindly, gently, he's whispering in your ear. And he's saying, if you would just deal with this thing, if you would just look at this thing, I just, I want to shower you with just magnitudes of love and grace and patience and kindness. And if you just deal with this thing. He doesn't reveal to condemn. He doesn't reveal to crush. He doesn't reveal to remind you of who you were. No, he's revealing to remind you of who you are. He is so close in this moment. Because think, if God already knows you, and if he's already with you, then the revelation is grace. The revelation is God trying to close the gap. It's God showing up and saying, you don't scare me. I'm not disgusted by this. No, I want to close this for you. And I want to enjoy this relationship more fully. God revealing is God closing the gap. God wants to reveal something about you to you. And there's a hundred reasons not to look. It's too painful. It might hurt. I'm going to feel condemned by it. Those are not good reasons because that's not God's intention. His intention is grace. 
So why should we look at what God's trying to reveal? Well, if I could answer that question as simply as I could, it'd be one word, life. Revelation leads to life. Right, because if you go to the doctor and the doctor reveals that you have high cholesterol and it's through the ceiling, well, then you have a choice to make, right? You can continue to, you know, keep crushing pizza and slamming beer and you can die of a cardiac arrest at 40, right? Or, I don't know, bro, try a salad every now and then. And then you can enjoy life. And that's David's posture in Psalm 139. He's looking at God and he says, I just want to get to life. So just reveal so I get to life, right? Read with me in verse 17. He says, how precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. Right? David sees the end zone, the way of everlasting. It's just the way of life. And so what David says is, God, what are your thoughts on me? Open me up, God. Expose me. What sin is in there that I don't know about? What in me offends you? Where is it about selfish ambition? Where do I have ulterior motives? Like, what in me is just repulsive to you? Please, just show that to me. Expose that to me. Because until you do... It's keeping me from life and life in its full. And so David sits here and says, God, I just want to know your thoughts. I just, I need to know what you think. Right, there's like a sound of desperation in his voice. I just wonder, are we a people who are so desperate for God's thoughts? Are we so desperate for his ways? Is our posture just, God, I want to know you? I want to learn from you. I want to submit to how you prescribed so many different ways to live. Like, just give me more of you. Help me submit to this so that I can enjoy life. Or are we way more concerned with our own thoughts? With our own way of doing things? You know, it seems like most people, we basically just do what we want to do. And if, if it's necessary, we'll put a spiritual twist on it. But ultimately, we're not that concerned with what God wants. We like what we want. And then we'll surround ourselves in an echo room where people just affirm everything that we're already thinking. Listen, that way of living, it leads to spiritual decay. The reason why we should really only care about God's thoughts is because His are the only ones that lead to life. God's thoughts are what closes the gap. And so if we can be in the same posture that David has and just say, God, open me up. What in me is offensive? What's keeping me from life? And if we can submit to that, this pandemic's not wasted. It is so purposeful. What's God doing in you? during this pandemic? What's he been revealing to you? Oh, maybe similar to me. He's been revealing that you just don't trust God that much. And not like you said you did. Maybe what's being revealed is you're just kind of spiritually lazy. 
right? You have all the time in the world and Bible, prayer, journaling, all the other disciplines, they're still not really flourishing because you just don't want to do it. Uh, Maybe what's being revealed is that your faith is too dependent on other people's faiths. Because you get thrown into isolation right now and you're just backsliding because you don't have other people to help you grow. Maybe what's being revealed is you're an impatient parent. You're not very kind to your kids. Maybe what's being revealed is you're not that loving of a spouse. You don't show your spouse the grace that you should. Maybe you're really struggling to trust God and his provision whether it be food or health or finances. Maybe what's being revealed is uh, the God you said you worshipped. That was easy when it was good, but now that times are hard, it's never really been all that real to you. Maybe you're watching this morning, you're not a Christian. And what you're sensing right now is just this emptiness. Just this There needs to be something more. What's God revealing about you to you? Look at it. Stare at it. Let it lead to confession. I'm sorry, God. Let it lead to repentance. Please forgive me. And let it lead to life. Right, because that was the goal for David. Help it lead to life. And when David said, God, I just want life, what he meant was, I want friendship with you, God. I want more relationship with you, God. For us, what that means is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. Jesus said, I came to give you life and give it abundantly. Jesus said, I come to die so that you can live. See, the the thing about this revelation is that whatever is being revealed right now, we all need the same thing. We all need life. And life is found in Christ. So what's he revealing? Look at it. Confession, repentance, but then choose life. Choose Christ. I know the reason why I hate the gap so much in my life is because it's keeping me from Christ. It's keeping me from fully enjoying Christ. And the the harder I try to close the gap myself, the wider it seems to get. And so it's in this season that I just hear Christ saying, Kyle, come. Are you weary? Are you tired? Are you heavy laden? Are you stressed? Are you anxious? Are you scared? Are you feeling like a phony? Come. Come, because I'll give you rest. And I'll give you life. He's revealing something to you. What is it? And let it lead to life. Let's pray.